Warning! Top doctors warn that woke up may contain nuts. Like Mad Dog and Anthony! What the hell's a top doctor? Oh, hi, Anthony. What's that you got there? Uh, much ado about... Wait a second. I didn't know you could read. Mm, I can read. I just choose not to read the same lame street media propaganda nonsense as you. I take my coffee. And my truth teller's hot, like Canadian author John C. Manley in his spicy new book, Much Ado About Corona, a dystopian love story. Oh, God. Not another conspiracy theory about how COVID was all planned by some Illuminati German mad scientist in Hitler's bunker who identifies as she they Pecat. Here in the alternative media, his Bavarian name is Klaus Schwab. Yeah, whatever. Maybe to you, my hard left woke podcaster in crime, but John's new book is a fictional story about the insane science fiction that we were literally locked down with for the past three years. The book is funny. It's it's heartbreaking. It's, it's inspiring. Told with a fresh voice that speaks to those who have already or might just break free of the Matrix. Might I suggest that you follow the science fiction? Well, Anthony... Although I disagree with your review, I will admit that I did read the book in preparation for today's show, where we'll be speaking with author Manley about Much Ado About Corona. Are you serious? We're going to be talking to John C. Manley? The John C. Manley? Yes. Didn't you read the production notes? I told you, Mad Dog. I don't read nonsense. As we grasp at victory, there is a cancer, an evil tumor, growing. Spreading in our midst. Shout! Shout! Shout out his name! Mad Dog and Anthony Anderson! Walk up! Walk up! Walk up! One thing I will not tolerate people saying about me is that I don't like beer because I love beer and I always have. I built my platform on being honest with you. What I'm about to tell you might sound like old news, but. We are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. LGDP. Uh, L- on infiltration instead of invasion. GT. LBG. On subversion instead of elections. LGDP. Uh, L- on intimidation instead of free choice. Get vaccinated, and you know what? On guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. Well, that's how I feel right now. So this feels like the right thing to do. Yes. This is only the first transformer to have an abortion. Everybody understands that you don't get on a plane or a train they don't beside vaccinated people and put them at risk. Get woke for sex in clothing. Yeah, dummy. They hate our freedom. There will be no loyalty. Many of you have accepted the situation of your imprisonment. Always. Too bad for you. And will die here like rotten cabbages. Sometimes I hear intoxication just say, oh. Absolute. Imagine the food standing on a human face. Ow! The Jewish space laser! Keep going, beloved. It's just communism. How dare you? Crazy? Stunning? Stunning? You want it crazy? An error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it. The moral to be drawn from this dangerous nightmare situation is a simple one. Don't let it happen. 
It depends on you. Forever. Come on. It's time to walk up with Mad Dog and Anthony Anderson on All Hits AM. While most of the world spent three years trying to flatten a two-week curve, got spooked out on TV news infographics, took medical advice from Twitter doctors, stood six feet apart, posted vaccine selfies, obeyed tyrannical dictators in their newspapers, and even celebrated birthdays over Zoom. Uh, actually, Anthony, I plan to celebrate my next one on Zoom. But the pandemic, I mean, it's, it's over. It's Never mind. Novelist John C. Manley instead crafted a poignant fictional novel based on the real science fiction of the world around him in Much Ado About Corona, a dystopian love story. Welcome to the Get Woke Up podcast, John C. Manley. Oh, hi, John. Hey, guys. John, uh, we've been following you for the last couple of years, and your fight against the pandemic regime. Can you give us a little bit about your background and your fight against the powers that should not be, John? Yeah, uh, John, how did your novel begin? Was there some type of inciting incident, as they say, uh, that got the pen rolling? I think it was when the Prime Minister uh, Justin Trudeau got up, and uh, it was actually on the black, on the dark moon, I know, too. I, I got up in front of the whole country and told everyone they had to go into lockdown. And then started to babble on a bunch of stuff that didn't really make much sense to me. Like, he, he immediately said that uh, it was only a risk to the most vulnerable, but then he started criticizing people for getting together at the beach, saying that they're not invincible, and then saying that they needed to follow the science, but then when they got the Minister of Health up, she said that this wasn't science, it was public policy. So that, that was the day when I said I had to start writing about this. Now, John, uh, Mad Doug here. Uh, was it difficult to write a story with uh, so many villains? Those people who didn't adhere to uh, COVID restrictions and were clearly anti-science. For me, of course, the true hero in your story is uh, Constable Corona. Oh, God, Mad Duck. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't think there was actually a question in there, John. I mean, I think what Mad Duck is echoing is the sort of, you know, the sheeple statement of maybe the type of people who won't read your book but should read your book, who think that, you know, the heroes were the villains and the villains were the heroes. Uh, let me be clear. No, uh, no, let, let me, me be clear. Let you be clear. Let me be clear. Yeah, go ahead, be clear. The safest course of action during the pandemic was to follow the advice of your local medical officer of health. Mm-hmm. You ask questions the way the politicians answer them. John, how did you marry the weirdness of society with the fictional world that you created? The way I wrote the book was, it kind of wrote itself, where I basically taped a piece of paper to the wall. I did it all standing up, which uh, sounds really weird, but that's actually not anyway. wrote most of his stuff, too. And I would just come to the piece of paper and just start writing, and it was more of a process of actually just watching it come out of the pen. And to some degree, I started almost a therapy, because the world was suddenly getting very very weird. Partially, I almost felt concerned for my own sanity because I was an outlier where most people were immediately complying to these rules. Like overnight, I'd have people who would used to shake my hand to give me a hug suddenly walking on the other side of the street. It was almost like an emotional release coming out through a pen or a pencil. Actually, some pencils work better when you're writing on the wall. When the conspiracy becomes the reality, it's time to question reality. Winston Churchill.
Have you subscribed to Get Woke Up's Weird Week in Woke Bandug? Oh no, Anthony. I get all my news from the CBC on Twitter. Well, aren't you a good little liberal bot? Come on, Anthony. I don't have a choice but to stay on Elon Musk's hate platform. Mad Doug. Well, since Facebook is blocking Canadian news... Yeah, I mean, they're blocking it in response to the liberal government's blocking with their new censorship laws. My head hurts. It should. Uh, did you get another vaccine? Well... Anyway, if you want to show allyship and anti-wokeness, you need to subscribe to our Wokespert-authored newsletter... It tucks the gay agenda into a bite-sized, easy-to-swallow digest. That's what he said. Prepare to suck it up as mandated by your government, workplace, school, local sports ball team for a slippery slope descent into men or women madness that will get you to get woke up. Will there be cake? There won't be cake, but the left wing will get creamed with stories that expose woke madness. Mad Dog and Anthony Anderson. Woke up! Actually, John, a lot of people like Manda would agree with the sort of the counterside with the Constable Corona. But how'd you keep a book like this from becoming satire, you know, making fun of people like, you know, Mad Doug here who follow the science? Yeah, I really tried to have empathy for people like Mad Dog. Part of what they were trying to do with this whole escapade was to create more um, unrest and conflict between people. This was, you know, a lot of ways a brilliant way to do it, especially when they introduced the mask because it immediately divided people. You couldn't hide which type of event you were on. Or you had to do something even worse. If you were scared uh, of being ostracized, then you would put the mask on just to fit in, which would, I think, even cause more mental stress to the people doing that, which I think was probably a much larger part of the population mm -hmm. than we realized. But then for the very, you know, the people who, well, I guess, you know, I had empathy for those people, and then I had empathy for those who just swallowed the, uh, swallowed the lies like it was dog food. I have to say, I get so many emails from people saying that, this is something I wasn't expecting, people who were on the side of sanity, who were against the mandate, they were very angry at the people that were pushing them, especially people who were pushing it on them. Mm -hmm. And they actually said, reading my book, but the first time they started to actually feel compassion and empathy for those who were um, the sheeple, basically compassion for the sheeple. Both, I spent quite a bit of time actually reading and also listening to people on the other side, really trying to understand what was going through their head and how they felt. I actually did work with a psychologist. We viewed the whole book and she actually helped, especially with the case of Constable Corona, the lead villain there. Uh, she was fascinated by it. She said she wished she had another patient. <laughs> we ended up spending hours on the phone uh, going back and forth trying to figure out how this guy worked and not pushing him too far too much. Um, I was very nervous about Constable Corona. Originally, he was cast totally different. He was just cast as a badass cop who delighted in having these new powers to arrest people if they didn't have a, you know, the mask up above their nose. I don't know. It's, I have, have received the opposite criticism from people who preferred, would have preferred I kept another bug. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I only got that from a lawyer, actually. Ouchie! Fauci. Current President of the United States, Sleepy Joe Biden. Didn't he pass away from COVID three years ago? That's that's fake news, Matt Doug. 
Here's what he actually said. Well, we're going to win and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans to build in. I could go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. When asked why he wants the U.S. to build a railroad across the Indian Ocean, Biden's mask-wearing body double was unavailable for comment. And your face! Staying in the States, the trans flasher, who has been barred from breast-bearing at the White House, said he is disappointed more brands aren't partnering with him. Might we recommend the ugly discount Trenchco Bazaar in San Francisco? Because trans rights are human rights? Am I right? And it must have been a slow news week because Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Go woke! Get broke. Although Canada isn't set to have an election until 2025. Thanks, Jagmeat. Down south, a Trump and company are preparing to kick off the 2024 campaign in porn court, as reported by GWU. But while the Republican Party may be tanking along with their BlackRock-owned buddies at Fox News, one shining light in the rigged election world is Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who's uniting Dems and the GOP, according to GetWokeUp.com. Yes, results look good for former Apple of RFK Sr.'s eye. However, not all are on board, including C-list B-movie Disney actor Mark Hamill, who literally has gone to the dark side by way of supporting the theater of war in Ukraine. Attention, air raid alert. Proceed to the nearest shelter. Don't be careless. Your overconfidence is your weakness. <laughs> Just remember that when Bill Gates turns off one third of the world population, I'll be popping the popcorn. Woke up! Now, John, I couldn't help but notice that the book didn't make it to the CBC Canada Reads list. Does the lack of mainstream attention deter you from continuing to write? Would you consider your next story perhaps focusing on the heroic actions of Dr. Fauci and other amazing social media doctors? Well, I know National Geographic put out a book celebrating my heroism with Dr. Fauci. That's not selling very well. They realize that he thought I mean, to the degree that they're willing to lie and lie and lie, and it looks like a lie, and I think most people know they're lying. I think it was, you know, we used to say that politicians always lie. Now I think a lot of the population feels the media is constantly lying, and they just keep on doing it. So no, I mean, I, I would rather not be celebrated by them. I would love to be recognized by them. I'd love to be interviewed by them. I've made several attempts, and I've actually had been contacted at one point by CT. Uh, once we went back and forth with a few emails, they just refused to respond anymore. And I said, I'm happy to get on there on the news. And I said, I'd go on with the local health, um, what's the, the local health dictator, what do we call Local health authority. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, I, I'd be happy to be right on the air. We could go head to head. It'd be a great show. If, if I'm just, uh seriously not then you guys got a good laugh and if um i'm on the side of truth here then you guys will be like probably mainstream news program to actually put some light on what's happening but so they, they had a vague idea of the content of the book and i think what threw it off was that i think they realized that was right mm -hmm. um that was my impression because i think they were hoping i would sound like a real nut job oh. and i disappointed them <laughs> 
I know people are tired. I get it. None of us want to be here. We're tired of COVID. We want it to just go away. But we know it's not going to just go away unless we all woke up. There were just a couple of high school losers who never even made it with a lady. Hey, Les. Hi, uh, Paul. So, how's the radio thing going? I can't be without my ladies. Dude! Oh, come on, Karen. They're gay losers. Ham radio nerds! Who throws a radio at somebody? Les, I failed grade 10 science. Again. Me too, Paul. But many unsuccessful years later, at a third-rate radio station, was something uh, was about to change. Les, this global virus is scary. I'm worried I could get a headache or... It's the flu, right? It doesn't make sense. Masks, vaccines, lockdowns, and social distancing? I can't be without my ladies. Dude, you haven't been on a date in, like, forever. Besides, we don't know anything about science or medicine. Let's leave it to the experts. The experts? All I know is that I've been exercising, popping vitamins, and following a balanced diet. And I don't have any virus. ...because it prevents you from breathing or, or, or speaking uh, moistly. Great Scott! <laughs> Using the amplified power of radio to wake up and rock out the world! Les and Paul were about to infect the world with common sense. Hey man, you got to live life, not just be alive. Dance party in the cargo container! Sure, Paul. I'd love to, uh, rock out. Me too, I guess. This summer, Two of the biggest losers and bestest of buddies will change the world when they discover a cure for the virus. It's sure to be the feel-good movie of the year that mainstream media refuses to review. Mad Dog and Anthony star as Les and Paul in the incurable, but surprisingly mild virus. Now playing at a social distance theater near you. Speaking of nutjobs in the news, I'm sitting here in the studio looking at Mad Doug in his KN95 mask. He's behind a plexiglass screen. That may be why you weren't able to hear him so clearly before. He's got his bandages on his arm. From What vaccine are you, what vaccine are you on, buddy? It was uh, number 12. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, do, you think, do you think, John, there's any hope for brain-dead morons like him? Do you think that you can wake him up? No, no, not him. Um, okay, Mark, yeah, um, all right, that's a clear answer. What I, what I hope with them is I, that we can disturb their hypnosis enough that they're not able to uh, gain enough power to have us drag off to, you know, COVID concentration camps or exterminated. Jab, 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 communism. Satirical singer The Boat Rocker, who was created and spread by COVID, discusses his hilarious music parody videos that throw the overblown pandemic overboard. In an exclusive interview with GWU entertainment gossip columnist Clammy J. Biner. I thought Clammy was on vacation with John Tory in Florida. Well, like John Tory, Clammy just can't keep his dick out of Toronto. Serious error in judgment on my part. 
Ontario NDP MPP Joel Harden claimed he was punched at a gender ideology protest, resulting in a scratch on his face. Oddly, nobody witnessed it, despite hundreds of people everywhere with cameras. Well, when cis and reporters identified the assailant, a megaphone, the lefty tried to distract by feeding everyone a word salad. Did it come with a BS white wine dressing? <laughs> Emergency actory! Staying in China, one third of the population, also the exact number who voted for dictator Trudeau, would like to change the wording of Canada's national anthem to make it more inclusive. Oh, Canada. It's just communism. You know, I've done a fact check and found that our hard-hitting and hilarious newsletter links are really worth woke watching. Like our clip of Douglas Murray and Julie Bindel discussing Pride Month and how it has changed over the years. For better or for worse. Come on, Matt Doug. It's a binary choice. The alphabet people car has become a clown car because none of it fits together. The first two letters don't fit together very well. The lesbians and the gays don't have very much in common. Everyone's suspicious of bisexuals. A lot of people just don't believe they exist particularly, uh, or at least think that it's, you know, bi now, gay later, as they used to say. Then, uh, then the trans people come along. They have nothing in common with any of the other people in the grouping. That's about the mysterious gender unicorn nonsense where you can suddenly be whatever sex you want to be depending on how you feel that morning when you get out of bed. Woke up. John Hopkins University released its new LGBTQ2S plus glossary. AKA Kindling for one of your Christian summer camp bonfires? Where it refers to lesbians as non-men attracted to non-men. Which makes sense when you think about it, Anthony. <sighs> I mean, John Hopkins swallowed their own self-prescribed alphabet snake oil three pride seasons ago. Because I love beer, and I always have. Matt Walsh's What is a Woman documentary is going gangbusters online. However, critics have complained that the film's producers tricked the gender studies professor, the trans-affirming doctor, and the gay politician into exposing... What? Exactly who they are. I'm madder than a professional ball player being sent to the minors for boycotting stores that sexualize minors, revealed Get Woke Up podcast producer Toby P. Gelman in his hard-hitting op-ed. Oh, was that the one, uh, what was the title? Uh, Get Your Rainbow Flavored Sausage Out of My Ass? Is Pride Month finally over? Uh, no, it's transitioned into a season. This is Anthony Anderson reporting for GetWokeUp.com down at Toronto Pride, checking out all the latest and greatest and hottest and hanging out cocks. Actually, there aren't that many hanging out cocks. Some hanging out cocks. I've counted three. Uh, other than that, I have to report that this is a uh, family-friendly event. Actually, it's a corporate-friendly event with most of the Pride and Reveler being people in T-shirts from the bank. Live from Toronto Pride, this is Anthony Anderson. The good thing about a media fact check is that it confirms whatever the mainstream media is debunking is true. Woke up! John, the, it's it's so rare that there, I mean, through this whole process, we've interviewed many sort of dissenting authors, creators, musicians, artists who did speak out against the narrative. Why, why aren't there a dozen, a hundred books like yours out there right now? Why are you the only one writing a love story about coronavirus? Except for that porn one that was circulating. Did you read that one? No. You read that? Yeah. No, no. There was a porn one. It was a oh. porn one. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> Which is it's infuriating because I think there are only like 45 pages each and it's uh, sort of green monster. 
after coming out of the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's a um, it's a whole series. It's a whole universe. It's like Harry Potter now. Maybe you should have done yeah, that, John. Yeah. Oh, well, I'd probably be making more money. Uh, but well, yeah, but why? I mean, is it a money thing? Is that why so few? Is that why you had celebrities dancing around and why everybody sold out? I mean, what was it? I, yeah, I think it's multiple. I mean, I'm only guessing because it is very, very bizarre. You think that there would be, like you said, many, many. The, the fiction, there, you'd think there'd almost be a COVID dystopian novel section to <laughs> at this point. I mean, that's what it would be in a sane world. Instead, um, I don't like, you know, the story we just referenced, the porn thing. That's not even really challenging the narrative. It's right. Kind of mm-hmm. gone off. I think the person who wrote that probably just had, you know, they're probably on number 12 of their injections, too. Um, <laughs> there's a general feeling, I've heard this from novelists, like I've actually listened to interviews with mainstream novelists, where they have been asked, why are you not even acknowledging the COVID reality? Because a lot of the, uh, particularly thriller writers, for example, they have novels set in 2020, 2021, and 2022, and they're just pretending it never happened. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they argued, well, it's kind of boring. It makes life boring. Like, how can I write a thriller novel if people got to be masked and, uh, you know, they, they're all in lockdown, so you can't go and meet in a cafe somewhere and pass the secret message over to the other person. It just ruins the story. I don't really buy that because I think, you know, you got the making for the best thriller novel you could ever want with what's happening here mm-hmm. i didn't quite go the thriller route but so um i think it's more the publishers have been told not to publish this type of stuff mm-hmm. i don't i assume it's a trip down money thing the only other possibility i can think of is that and i'm not too sure i buy this but that you know, there's a term where people have COVID fatigue, where they're just sick of hearing about it and they want to. It was such a nightmare for them. It was very traumatic. They lived through it and they don't want it. They want to pretend it didn't happen. They don't want to watch it on TV. They don't want to read about it in a novel. Or with my novel where they say, well, I, I just don't want to read about that anymore. So it's funny because the number one feedback I, surprised, I was surprised to get from readers of my novel once they get going with it, they usually can't put it down, but they said they actually found it therapeutic and cathartic. That, mm, mm-hmm. You know, that they, it helped them go through the trauma they had gone through and um, actually found a bit of healing instead of trying to avoid it. By making it entertaining and trying to make it a plot that people don't want to put down and really getting into hit all the characters on both sides, inadvertently it seems I've created something that um, people are actually finding somewhat therapeutic. Well, John, there's no doubt that the disinformation story you've crafted isn't over. Without spoiling too much, is there anything you can share about book two? It diverts from what reality was in 2021. The, the first novel goes to the end of 2020. And everything in that novel is pretty much in line with what was happening in the real world at the time, unfortunately. And I say that especially because when I started write, writing the novel two years earlier, I had actually speculated about a lot of these things happening quarantines mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. forth. And by the time I finished the novel, it wasn't speculation anymore. The, the sequel to the novel begins in um, 2021. And I'm, at this point, I'm not sure how the story ends in 2030. I'm not too sure if there are going to be two more novels or not. Uh, the possibility there is. But this novel will cover a few years. And those few years are very different than this reality we're living in now fortunately mm-hmm. for us 
because in the uh, brave new normals equal the vaccine passports and mandates came in and they came in harder than they did in our world and they don't go away there's no trucker convoy there's no um I mean, Mad Dog, you may really, really like this sequel. <laughs> it's it, probably the world you preferred you were living in. It does sound like a bit of a utopia, John. I don't, I don't know how we'll do the podcast because I'll be in a relocation camp. You're listening to Woke Up, now broadcasting in regions 1, 2, and 3 of the Global Gulag. Have you seen the... Uh... Pandemic Part 3, The Great Awakening. Oh, no, Anthony. Is it one of those Alex Jones Infowar things you keep forwarding me from your Hotmail account? No, Manduk. It's a cinematic masterpiece that seamlessly weaves together America's descent into communism as first warned by G. Edward Griffin in 1969 and the totalitarian collectivism spread by COVID over the last three years. Sounds crazy. Yes, while GWU left-wing film reviewer Dorian Trudeau offered her own insane over-the-top critique that proves this film's point on the website. Stunning and brave. According to a recent poll conducted by GWU, over 99.98% of our readers confirm that America is falling under a transgender propaganda spell not seen since the early days of the COVID pandemic. Fact check, my dog so-called pandemic. Readers agreed that the cultural warfare that's turning the frogs gay and destroying the patriarchy is only happening because they're all in this together. We must build back better. Build, build back better. Back build back, back. better. This pandemic has provided an opportunity. Build back better. Wait, 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 well, wait, well, wait, is, wait. Is, How do you plan on getting your book in more arms? Oh, that's good. Yeah, promotional. Yeah, do some promo there. the side effect then is getting woken up yeah <laughs> mad dog and anthony anderson woke up satellite images from the college depage meteorology department show that on the 2nd of june the fires that erupted in quebec canada all started at the exact same time in related news while dropping off a 500 million dollar bribe of taxpayer money in the ukraine Mr. Justin Trudeau was overheard commenting that it must have been climate change. Or all that weird shit DARPA's doing in Canada's north. How dare you! I'll tell you, you were out to lunch. If you think it's access, accept, uh, acceptable to not show up because you think that there's some pride activities going on at school, right? Oh, that's fine. You know, because I'm going to show my opinion by hanging out at the mall. But meanwhile, all those kids who are, you know, involved in, say, the Peace Street Alliance or whatever, I don't even know if we have that anymore in our school. They're here when we did Ramadan for Lying Time, and they're showing respect in the class for your religion, right, for your beliefs. It goes to 
two ways. If you want to be respected for who you are, if you don't want to suffer prejudice for your religion, your uh, color of skin, your whatever, then you better give it back to people who are different from you. That's how it works. It's an exchange. And it isn't like that in all countries. As I told you, in Uganda, if you, they think you're gay, they will execute you. If you believe that kind of thing, then you don't belong here. Because that is not what Canada believes. We believe in freedom. That is in the law. And if you don't think that should be the law, you can't be Canadian. You don't belong here, and I mean it. It, I, it just makes me angry. An Alberta, Canada middle school teacher fails to see the difference between tolerance and acceptance in that unhinged leaked audio recording unearthed by GWU. The left-wing teach unleashed on a Muslim student for not celebrating pride. Talk about the pot calling the kettle burka. Bam! In your face! Dozens of videos of teens tearing down pride flags have been circulating online across the U.S. and Canada. Personally, I blame COVID-19 and racist misogynists for not masking. Or maybe it was something weird in all those vaccines. Jab, jab, jab! Tradition and contrition in the name of reconciliation is causing Canadian medicine to embrace pseudoscience in the uber-left-wing perpetual guilt-plague nation. Does that mean my Sweat Lodge membership of the Granite Club is now tax-free? Subscribers to our weekly and monthly Weird Weekend Woke newsletter are telling us that some UK banks have started to interrogate customers withdrawing more than £2,000 while demanding documentation as to why they are taking their cash out of the banks. Uh, because now you're interrogating them when they take their cash out of the banks? Cash is king. I mean, if you can hold it in your hand, you have power over that. The minute it's all digitized, somebody else is going to have control over that. Yeah, Yeah, dummy. I want people to repurchase this with full, you know, informed consent about what they're getting into. It's an emotionally gripping story mm-hmm. that will make them cry. Cry, but there's lots of laughs in it. I've wanted to make... You can't write about something this dystopian and not put in a lot of humor. And the underlying love story was something I added later. I think really what's what we're facing a lot is this battle between love and fear. And what gets the main character out of acting out of fear and compliance is his affection for both his grandfather and then for... Um, romantic interest at Sigmula. So, people can head over to Much Ado About Corona.com. They can get the novel anywhere. You, if you don't want to get it through Amazon, so getting it through Amazon helps a lot because they rule the book world. The more people buy it on Amazon, the more attention Amazon gives it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it. Yeah, and make sure to review um, as well when you buy it. I mean, right now, it's averaging five-star reviews, but if you hate, if you're a mad dog, please, you can read the book, mm-hmm. and then you go on there and give it a one-star review. Do they do I care. I, I, negative stars? Uh, for you, well, can you do uh, maybe we'll start. Yeah, yeah, we'll start doing we'll negative start. stars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. As I as I said earlier, yeah. uh-huh. I mean, I loved Constable Corona, <laughs> and I wish that he had gotten rid of all those pesky kids. You know, with their not adhering well, to the mandate. You know, put that so in there the were review. there were positive things in this book. I just wish you know we had seen more of a hero like Doctor Fauci come in and. But anyway, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't give it a one star. I thought it was a good story with a lot of things I disagreed with. A lot of people had bought the book for relatives and friends who they know are on the fence, which I think is a really good mm. thing to do. I actually know one lady who bought 
a number of copies for all the nurses, nurses and staff in her nursing home, which I thought was very daring. And she was very surprised to find out, like, most of them read the book cover to cover. They couldn't hmm. put it down. It was like, they, I think they, more than anyone, realized there wasn't really a pandemic. And they realized they were doing harm to their, the people they're taking care of. And they're the ones still required to wear masks, so they're sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of people, like, if you give them a non-fiction book, trying to explain the COVID truth to them. This is not wired that way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then on top of it, I don't think any human being is wired. People are wired for stories, to simulate stories. And that's exactly what they did with the COVID narrative. They gave a story that had facts that made no sense, that were contradictory, that were obviously disassociated from reality. But it was a story that they told and they had a beginning and an end and they had tangents and gain-of-function stuff and all this kind of nonsense. And I thought it was pretty far-fetched if you had published that in a novel. They just laughed. Mm. But, um, so I think countering that with another story is going to be more effective than just giving them information. And I think it will serve as a gateway for people to now go and look at, you know, more non-fiction sources of information. Mm-hmm. Well put, well put, John. Well, thanks, mm-hmm. thanks again for joining us on the show. Yep. And best of luck with your your sequel. Sequels. Thanks, John. Thanks, Mad Dog. Okay, well, we I, we have to get going. I've got to drop Mad Dog off at the clinic for his 13th? Yeah, yeah 13th. 13th, yeah. 13th yeah. booster. Yeah. We're going to get some new masks. 13th. Uh, do you have rabies shots? Uh, that's uh, later in the week. He's usually, yeah, well, he's usually throthing at the mouth. Whenever he needs an update, he starts throthing at the mouth, and he figures that's when he needs to get... Every three weeks. Every three weeks. <laughs> My vaccine keeps you both safe. <laughs> Thanks, Mad Duck. You've been listening to Woke Up with Mad Duck the Champ and Anthony Anderson. Our producer is Toby Gelman with sound design by Raph Lake. This is Johnny Judd. This is Johnny Judd. Reminding you that big business, big pharma, and the government, and the government, all in this together. 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 Together.
welcome. Yeah, dummy. Run for it, Marty. It's a classic cut-up on Woke Up. Ah, come on, Doc. This again? No, 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 it's actual yeah. lion. No, it's real. Yeah, it's that's... real lions and people. Oh, lions and people. Yeah. It's that's like, a it's, thing? Yeah, it's like the Romans. Yeah. No, it's on pay-per-view. Oh. Yeah, it's just that they, they bring out a lion and they like, oh. the gladiators have to try and kill it. Do, they, do the gladiators ever win? No. No, it's $39.99. They've got one this Saturday. You can, uh, you can put a wager on FanDuel. What's the fan duel? The sports betting apps. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've got five dollars on the lion, but you know the odds of the gladiator. Yeah. Are what are the odds of the gladiator least, winning? You know, they're at least nine thousand to one. So. So yeah, it's a good odds. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. might as well put hundred bucks well, down yeah. there. Yeah. Um. Are the uh, are the lions vaccinated? Uh. Well, no. Actually, that's when this. That's probably why you don't know about it. That's probably why I don't know. Yeah, about because it. Um, it's, a, know it's a sport. So, yeah. That the vaccinated people like myself yeah, uh-huh. uh, developed for the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated, the gladiators. Well, to watch. Oh. We watch. Oh, you We you put watch. an unvaccinated person yeah. gladi- into the ring. Yeah. And then the lion comes out and you with the unvaccinated person because they're very weak and they carry a lot of virus. Well, they, they might disease. win. They might win though, right? They might beat the lion. You know, you know, Anthony, I hate to break it to you, but the... Unvaccinated are never going to win. They have God on their side. Well, now, which brings me up to a funny story because you're about to ask me. I know you're about yeah, to ask me. Yeah, I was about to ask you. Because you know what yeah. the vaccines does is like a VSP now. Um, I can tell that oh. you're going to ask, where do we find these unvaccinated people? Well, I'm going to walk up to come. <laughs> 